So we have VZK in the house. <laughs> it's crazy because we grew up together hey? I know but I never, I've, never called you, I've never told you that <laughs> and it took me a while to adjust I know. to that but I still don't and also like, everyone says even my family and so like, I'm just like Marisa bro I'm so <laughs> okay, don't do that to me <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're not even a minute into the podcast and you're already dragging me. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm very, very sorry. No, but I know. Like, uh, I, I know you from uh, like way deep. Like, yeah, even there's, no, brother, there's no way. I went home and he was like, Zuki. What is that? <laughs> he was like, my Zuki. I was like, no. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, no, no, don't do that to me. I'm he was like, to... I cannot get used to it. But yeah, it's Zuki. I, I have to go with that because that's my brand now. Okay. Whether I like it or not, True. I went with Zuki. And if I want to change it now, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, who's Zitke? Uh, who's Zukanya? You okay. get what I mean? So you I just have you. to go with what people know most of the time. But so. I, don't ha- I don't have to do that, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> There is a, a new wave of like phenomenon that has taken space like in the digital world well, in South Africa, right? Yeah. But I want to start it back, right? When you left high school mm-hmm. and you went to varsity, yeah. what were your top three career choices and what did you follow? Yo, Sissy, let me tell you. You remember, let's take it back to grade 10. Yeah, yeah. Because in grade 10, you had to choose your subjects. Mm-hmm. I went with physics, mm-hmm. accounting, maths, um, bio. Oh, what did I miss out? Uh, physics, uh, bio. Yeah, but I went with the common, like physics, maths, accounting. You get what I mean? Because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, uh-huh. I didn't really have, like, a field where I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I, like when I graduate or whatever and then um, my mom just said no just take these ones you can go into any field if you have physics and accounting and maths and bio you know you can literally go into any field varsity can take you for any module any course or whatever so if I, fine I stuck it up throughout high school did fucking physics bio <laughs> accounting <laughs> that must have been lethal <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking of those combinations I'm like what <laughs> I won't lie but I was like Ish, I don't know what I want to do so mm-hmm. I, my mother was like stuck it up so sharp I did it well my marks were good in matric um, I asked my brother he pay you not in the mud because growing up yeah I had like certain uh, I won't lie I was uh, I had certain things that I did like I wanted to be a scientist in grade 5 mm-hmm. but I realized that it's too hard mm-hmm. like when you get to varsity and stuff I was like no I'm not doing chemistry and all of that no I wanted to be an editor at some point and then I realized my writing is bad I was like no <laughs> <laughs> my writing is so bad because you know when we used to make music books and then we'd paste pictures and everything I enjoyed that but I didn't enjoy the writing side like I would write music instead of like write about my life or anything I realized shit I'm bad at writing cut that shit out okay. so I asked my brother like hey but under the mud I was like no no that's okay. I mean, accounting. Accounting. If if we accounting, so So I was like, okay, sharp. So I'm gonna go accounting. So I applied to it for become 
something. I don't know what the fuck it is because yeah. of, am I allowed to cast? Yeah, you're oh, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is free reign. <laughs> become something. And then Avitz gives you like three options. So my brother was like, Keta Ipikomne, Keti QS, which was construction studies back then because they didn't they only we'd only do QS and honors yeah basically oh, so the first three years you have to do construction studies okay. and then you do QS in your honors yeah so it was like if you find my QS and the construction studies um when they become funny malmas funny malmas QS it's not he, he explained it to me as like um the accounting your construction yeah because you deal with costs Estima- estimations yeah. and contracts and stuff okay so i was like okay sharp and then i think i applied for law as well like my third one I, it was, no, was it a ba i think it was like a ba just in case it doesn't take me for the other two mm-hmm. this didn't take me for it become okay they didn't take me for ba because i fucking didn't do arts i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> or drama or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. they took me for qs which is like construction studies uh-huh. so i was in the class like okay sharp construction i could do with this <laughs> like i mean i, I was I, like I, I kept on like trying to convince myself that in Mali, so i have to do it and i was like i didn't like it but i grew fond like of it mm. like as time went by i was like Oh, I really like this course. It's very practical. I mean, Octetra and Colum, Nancy, Colum. Octetra, like, it's not like something that you have to imagine. It's not like chemistry where, fuck on my ears, I won't know about CO2, so got You get what I mean? It's like, if they talk about a column, there it is. Z5 must be column. The only shit thing is the maths. If the building is big and everything, sharp, 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 it gets complicated and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, no, I really like it. It's very practical. I could do this. You know, you don't have to be in the office all day you can go on site you can go back to the office if you are full now mm. i was like um yeah i could do it uh, my three-year degree in construction studies i went into qs army oh. honors yeah well and, done oh thank you it was a three-year course but it took me four years but thank you <laughs> you, you made it you made it to honors so well done got <laughs> into honors did qs um past sharp um now there's this thing up in south africa like finding a job is fucking hard mm. especially because my bursary wasn't a construction company it was more of um, a trust okay so i was um under a trust so that trust doesn't take people in after they graduate so it wasn't a matter of okay you had this bursary so you can go and work there and um in construction we always had like practicals so you have to work somewhere but ish we always cheated those practicals <laughs> now i regret it because like when i graduated i couldn't find a job like that first month mm. or like for for a few months actually like i was looking for the longest time i finally found a job a few months um into i think it was 2018 ah, yeah 20, 2018 2018 i found a job finally i was like oh yes thank god i even tweeted about it i was like mm. oh thank god you mama me a I said, yes i found a job yo cc <laughs> when you get into that job yeah I don't know maybe it was just like my experience because it was my first job it didn't feel like internship at all yeah. guys construction it's 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 a very um it's a it's a it's an industry where there's a lot of pressure mm. so no one has time to teach you what to do because they have pressure themselves so I was I was under Umtu I was being basically like supervised by Umtu who was always busy being where yet to QS in that company oh. and people will tell you if you're the only QS in a company you're in trouble mm. because QS is the 
dealing with a lot like mm. with costs Nase, if i'm telling you that right now we're at nickelway shopping center if i'm telling you about yongele building is under you like and you and you have to get it under deadline you have to do the, you have to do the budget you have to estimate for the client everything First of all, the first thing you have to do is the bills of quantities. Sharp, that's fine. But now, on a monthly basis, you have to pay people. You have to make certain payments to subcontractors. It's a lot. Contracts are under you as well, because we did law as well. So, mm-hmm. we're dealing with the contracts, with all these subcontractors and everything. In that company, he was the only QS, and I was his junior, basically. Mm-hmm. So, the two QS, all one year has done is Recipe for what? Loki <laughs> 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 So I was like, oh, I didn't understand why this big company had one QS. I was like, I went into the company. The first thing the guy told me is that try and find a job elsewhere because this company has one QS, dude. <laughs> like, it's just me. Other companies have like eight dealing with the same building. You get yeah. what I mean? Like a building that's as big as ours. And if you're sharing the work, At it's least, much easier. Yeah. The pile of work I had to deal with, I was not happy with that job. Like, not happy. And that was back when I just started my YouTube channel with my ex and that was doing very well. Mm. That was picking up, that was doing well and it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm not enjoying my job. I've got my degree. I've got some experience to still go back. Right now, let me follow what's working. I went into, I quit my job. I went into um, to i mean youtube, YouTube. full time okay before full-time. before that how was that decision process because i mean it's like you you've just landed a job in a field that you studied yeah it might have not been your greatest passion yeah but how did you qualify that the risk of leaving a, a career that you have potential in learning and growing from and then going into something that was booming yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it's it's like i'll ask also this question yeah. later what surety do you have that the social media thing is a thing wait wait at the time i was missing out on so many opportunities that required me to not have a nine to five in what sense in terms of social media in terms work of social media work like i'd get emails and they'd be like oh, what are you doing this wednesday we've got a trip to limpopo we need you to collaborate with us on this brand we're paying you bah. and i'm like yo it's double my fucking salary i'm like yo i'm like yes i'm well <laughs> and then i think to myself shit and was I, I can't and at that time i was still two months in the job i i can't just take leave for mm. three days during the week plus there's one QS he needs me like he needs me <laughs> like it's not a matter of oh you can rely on anyone else he needs me <laughs> <laughs> so like I missed out on so many opportunities and let me tell you in, in social media I mean yeah so that pl- digital space basically if you want a booming okay. career you can't do it halfway mm-hmm. you have you have to do it full time for it for, for you to actually flourish in it mm-hmm. you can't say a weekend only I'm only available on weekends that's mm-hmm. a, you're not going to make money mm-hmm. you genuinely not if they say there's an event even if it's not paying try and make it try and take pictures try and hashtag just so try and go network even with the brand or um the people that are in charge of the brand or anything like that so i w- i was doing it halfway and then when i realized that i need to give it my all in my little puma when you start doing like giving it your all and then that's that's where i made my decision and was it worth it 
that's it. It was worth it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like she's sitting here, like I mean, look at me. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> so then, um, uh, my, my thing is then, how do you make money from so uh, social media? Because that is. It's not a question that riddles people. Yeah, people yeah, can yeah. see it, yeah. and they can see it quite easily, especially yeah, yeah. in South Africa, yeah. because we see Uzuki is like with this brand, posting this brand on Instagram, that yeah, brand, yeah. that brand, that yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you do all those brand posts, yeah. is that kaching, kaching, kaching all the time? Isn't how, that obvious? Obvious, obvious. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> okay, let me explain. Let me explain. No, no, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. okay, let's start with YouTube. Mm-hmm. With YouTube. Um, you have to apply for AdSense. That's when they're running ads on your video. So for every a thousand ads that are well, for every thousand clicks, I'm on, like on your for, for every thousand views. I yes. mean, on your video, um, they'll pay you like a certain amount. But you don't make a lot of money from just um, AdSense. Maybe like what about contract, installment, insurance, or whatever. But if you're getting like crazy views, like you can make millions, like trust me like there's a lot of potential there it's just that in south africa in terms of views we're not that big so what do you have to money, hit like obviously. million views per video or no, hundreds, no, no. hundreds no. of thousands of views no what, what just, is the number i'm just saying you can't depend on just AdSense as revenue if yeah as revenue if you're only making maybe 10k views a month okay well, let's what, say you per pro- video or just no, just let, let me just say a man, Jay. Okay. Like, let's say you've got four videos and so it falls in 2.5k okay. Uh, okay. views. You won't make as much money compared to Michali who posts a video and gets 100k views because they're counting per thousand views. Gotcha. Then they're giving you a certain amount per thousand. So when 1,000 work is times 10, Michali mm. is times 100. Mm. You see, that's why, like, it, it's, it's very tricky because in terms of views in South Africa, they're not that crazy yet but obviously it's growing you can see that it's growing um but you don't make a lot of money from adsense the biggest bag is from um, sponsorship deals with brands so maybe they'll hit you up and say um please come to our event and vlog it and then you negotiate like how much you want them to give you or they'll say okay this is our budget you know like there's always a process no i I actually i want to talk about about the negotiating of like uh, of of money and and how i need a manager right now (laughs) speaking of that i need a manager because i can't negotiate for sure exactly (laughs) i need a manager and how the brands approach you and how do you (sighs) sort of work around that relationship but continue explaining how you make money on instagram it's the same thing they'll they'll probably like most brands scout and then they'll find like if if you suit um the product or uh whatever it is that they want to promote and then excuse me and then they'll hit you up luckily most brands hit me up but last year uh garabo and i when we used to have a channel we used to also propose to certain brands for example before i bought my car we proposed to kia and we were like uh if you like do a no. little song song we'll do a little song song you get Very what i mean smart. yeah so yeah, yeah. now i actually have like a relationship with kia although it hasn't been monetary yet it's a relationship it's mm. growing so sometimes you can also hit up a brand you can even hit up hair brands on some give me a wig i'll do this video for you and then they'll give you a wig that's a free wig dude most brands on youtube will even pay you especially if it's on youtube they'll even pay you to make a video and stuff so it's a matter of proposing or just doing a lot enough for them to notice you 
and then from then onwards it's just negotiation and it's ching ching and then it's siasente should be siasente I mean what are the risks though there there has to be yes, because sure. there, there's there's always been this conversation that Ooh, trust me I know the risks you know yeah. this is quite a, 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 a fickle so to speak yeah. um industry the social media digital space because yeah, yeah. you know at some stage it's like what if you know brands don't need social media presence for some oh, reason oh, look okay, okay no no, in, no. Can hypothetically I just, speaking no can i actually talk about that i went to a seminar i remember in the hash um the in the hash is like a, a website uh for influencers and then uh, they collaborate with brands They're like the middlemen so they'll collaborate with brands and find influencers so as an influencer you register and shop so I, I work with them very closely so they took me to um, what do you call it what did I just say seminar seminar yeah yeah thanks <laughs> they took me to a seminar and I realized that as much as social media is growing TV is still needed radio still needed for advertising for advertising Marketing. there's i don't think it will get to a point where they don't need mm-hmm. traditional so, yeah traditional media. forms yeah. but also it's going to get to a point where social media is rising to the point where they will always need it do you get what i mean they'll always need it like ah, gosh my articulation is so bad what i'm trying to say is as much as social media had a rise it didn't um it, it didn't Ah, what's the word? It didn't hinder TV from or radio for or radio. It. Yes. Do you, do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? There's because cer- there's certain people that you're reaching on TV. There's certain pe- people that you're reaching on um, radio. There's certain people that you're reaching on social media. It's not the same people. So brands will always need all three. All I'm saying is social media is getting to a point where it's traditional as well. I don't think it will get to a point where it's like, ah, cut it, cut it. Like, Twitter has pinned it. It's no as use pinned. for no, us No, they anymore. will always yeah. need it. It's just, it, they'll just always need it, dude. Like, okay. Zondatu. If you are born even on TV, you'll find that MTN sharp, yeah, advertise. Even as a radio, MTN, whatnot, whatnot, yeah, advertiser. Even a promoter go Twitter. They'll always, they will always need it. It's just becoming more traditional. Then what makes you, what made you actually, even now, yeah. feel that secure to yeah. be like, I can, I can make a living from yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I can build a brand yeah. from this. Yeah. And I can be comfortable yeah. that I can have a sustainable life from th- this type of work. I think it's because the opportunities are endless, dude. Like, they're endless. I don't like to restrict myself to a certain amount of money, like, every month. So, shall I up... Uh, the, for your needs and your expenses, you need a certain amount every month sharp. But I just want to make more. I want to push myself. You get what I mean? And so I feel like this way of living, it pushes me to do more, to make more. So it got to a point where if you can even save. and Dude, sharp, it's not stable. It's not stable at all. Like you have to save ahead for like certain months if a month is bad or if like you, you didn't get like good deals that month or good views or whatever. But at the same time, I just feel like this, the opportunities are endless. So I, I don't think I'll ever go back to a 9 to 5 unless they're paying me 100k a month. <laughs> because I, you generally can make 100k a month in social media. In that one month. I'm not saying every single month. But I'm saying that's, what, like, that's how far the stretch can be. The fact that I have that opportunity every single month makes me want to stay. Like It's like I won't settle for anything less. 
if I can be able to do that. Do you get what I mean? And on a bad month, what do you do? Because no, you know, the reason I asked yeah, yeah. you and you, and you answered the question is that a lot of people are like, some people are like very uncomfortable with inconsistency. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that like, do you even sit here right now? Do you know how much money you're gonna make next month and the next in the month after that? And and Definitely. how and how do you budget for that? That's it. It's it's very hard. I want like, especially starting out. It's not until you make um a good amount of money from maybe a good contract that you start getting comfortable. But I won't lie, it's very tough. The first few months, you you have to save, like save. Any expenses are going to have to be very low. It's literally just rent and petrol, like literally it. Because you just have to get into the habit of saving until it gets to the point where you have enough money to live comfortably. But it, it also depends how well you're doing. Do you get what I mean? But for me, I was comfortable. It got to a point where... I was just in a good space to to be able to quit my job, I guess. Mm. And and I want to talk about also how you, you know, you didn't just get to this point, and that's what some people may overlook. Yeah. Because when they see you on Instagram, yeah, post these very beautiful pictures. You've got a very huge following, and on Twitter, how did you? Did you? Was it a conscious decision for you to to be like, I want to invest on this before the influencing? You know, trend became oh, a thing, no. and so what? Is, so wh- what? How? How did you? Be, before you sort of like thought of it as a way to make money, what were you most attracted to about social about media social, that you put the effort of like you know making it aesthetically pleasing, as the kids as, call it? Uh, Twitter's fun. I don't know if you know Twitter's fun. <laughs> Twitter's fun. I used to enjoy like just the commentary, just like how funny people are. Instagram. Like I said, I enjoy creating content. Just taking pictures. Like, I used to take pictures just do it for likes. Like, okay, let me check if I've got, like, 100 likes on this picture. It, it, social media, it's fun. It's, like, even if you're not making money, it's fun to show old friends that you haven't seen in a while. Okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how I look like now. To show people about, okay, I'm going on good grade and I'm I look cute. Show them my outfit today. It's fun. So I was just enjoying it basically for what it is. Got to a point where hey, it got complicated. I wanted my feed to look a certain way, uh, you, you know. And then that's when uh, the whole thing of like making money started because my feed looked a certain way, and then brands are attracted to what you're posting. And then yeah, it got it became like a mess after that. <laughs> I'm joking. It was I'm never the same. It was it. never the same. No, I still enjoy social media, honestly. Like. Generally. But but is it is it's it is it, is it still a, a a fun space for you to explore yeah. or now? Because I, I I know, but on, on a it, gen- it, genuinely, it, it I feel is. like it, how so? Because it, I feel like aren't your posts now more calculated, more intentional, more? This it's a job. No no no. Like yeah. let's be real. But like how? Yeah, they 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 really are. I won't lie, but I, I can be myself on most of my posts unless they sponsored. Do you get what I mean? Like, if a certain post is sponsored, then shop, I'm going to be like, okay, what am I wearing? Do I look a certain way? Am I with certain people? But other than that, I, I can just be myself outside of that. But the only thing that doesn't make it fun is like, okay, I have to make my feed look cute. But I did it even before I started making money. It's just like a personal thing. I just want my feed to look cute. And that's just it. So are you saying is it that simple? What do you that, that if, 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 if no, because it's because people are some 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 young person it's, is like they go through and they follow you. They're like, how do I make my pictures look like this? How do I make 
because they they're interested in following the same pathway because like it or not this this trend is going it's it's growing beyond and yeah, it's attracting yeah. more young people who don't I, necessarily have the same I really wish I I knew what brands are looking for because it's different brands some are makeup brands some are perfume brands some are alcohol like brands so sometimes they're looking for fun people and then they try and see why your feed are you a fun person that goes out a lot okay sharp flying fish sometimes they're looking for a lady for makeup or like perfume are you like a ladylike person it just depends on the brand that you're targeting if 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 you're targeting certain brands just try and align your feed with the brands that you're trying to target i just happened to not even i, I was just doing my own thing genuinely i wasn't targeting any brands and brands will hit you up depending on um whether you align with whatever they want to do and they they hit you up eventually and 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 or, and then i think from that my other question is so how, when you sit with yourself and you have all these uh, different approaches from different brands yeah how do you pick do you go straight for what they're offering in terms of money or whatever like what what is the criteria that Azuki sits and listens to it's like okay this this aligns with my mission what like He's or do you just in. you just take everything He's because like, sometimes i find you know why i'm asking the way <laughs> Do you know why I asked? Next, because because <laughs> because I, I see people be selling Omo, they sell Chic and they sell Jameson, and then they sell Ifriji, then Itv, then Ifoni. Then I'm just like, what's the whole sale? What, what, what's going on here? Yeah, like generally, what do you brand influencers are actually thinking when you're looking for stuff? Do you just sell anything and everything? I can't speak for anyone by myself. Okay. Honestly, um I look at the brands that I'm working with. Yeah. The brands that I'm working with. If I'm working with I'm making an example with L'Oreal on foundation. That doesn't restrict me on working with Revlon on lipstick because I might like when you're putting on your makeup do you use one brand no you don't mm-hmm. do you get what i mean you might you actually like it's it's a realistic thing to think about you you can use foundation from l'oreal and use lipstick garavan it makes sense if it's alcohol i will take isavana for example if they're giving me a deal i'll take a product fruit as well because saturday i might be drinking a product fruit <laughs> sunday you have vuga die pulling the sell isavana do you get what i mean it's 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 so practical. It does. It doesn't mean. It doesn't mean. Oh my gosh! Even the promoter, it's real food. Yo, yo, to me, it's seller. Yo, I don't drink anything else. It, it, guys, on a day-to-day basis, how many brands are you using? Mm. Do you get what I mean? For hair as well, it's like. Namtange, wavuga, tambi, tambi se, udakin lovely for example. But tambi no lezakongo organics. There's omzeke. It's an example. Do you do you get what I mean? Because there's certain things that you like about the conditioner, the organics, there's certain things that you like about the moisturizer, your dark and light. You know? Okay. That's just you. And, and I and I think if if I'm promoting two foundations from different brands, then it's a no no because obviously you can't like exactly both. Which is possible, but it just looks iffy if you like both foundations. But if we foundation the lipstick guys, those are two different things. If you savanna and if it's fruit, come on, like I can drink how many drinks do you have in a weekend? Today, we sell a H H mom. Come so, 
usela whatever know, yeah yeah no the reason why i asked was because a lot of people for like on, on they Twitter, want like dedication yeah, but they're, they're like, to the brand and and oh, wait, and yes and i think it, it brings in then my my curiosity is like when you're promoting a certain brand that doesn't mean you're a brand ambassador and even if you were that doesn't oh. mean you stick to that because i think yeah. that's where people get it confused they're like if i see zuki promoting brutal fruit mm. that means is she a, a brutal fruit ambassador no it it doesn't what, what what does what does promotion mean what are, what what is the intention behind it when a brand approaches you for what do they want you to do to run the campaign if it's a three week campaign you're running it for three weeks whatever happens after that is your business unless they hit you up on some for six months we need you to do this and this and this and represent us do you get what I mean mm. so most times I'm on a campaign maybe campaign younger and after that month honestly what I do is up to me okay so that doesn't mean that you're unless in the contract it's said and in those situations then they'll pay you extra for it but none of the contracts ever say, okay, you have to stick by, like, by us and you have to represent us, unless you're an ambassador. Mm. You get what I mean? You're just promoting the campaign. If what they wanted to do was to drive an event, that's what you're there for, to drive the event. Okay. Now, how important are numbers for someone who wants to be an influencer? Sure, like, it. what role do they play? And also, there's all this thing about um, analytics and the, like uh, can you explain that numbers thing and what relevance or significance it plays in terms of you know being a successful influencer like you i know a lot of people say numbers aren't everything but honestly numbers are everything like uh, okay no actually let me take that back numbers aren't everything but they'll get you to where you want to be faster the most important thing i think right now is engagement and um if people really take you seriously because it gets to a point where promoter lena 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 le, people aren't even looking at what you're promoting anymore they're just like scrolling through not even reading your caption because you're so local ed 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 you know so i think um with probably micro influ influencers who have less following a lot of people are engaging with their um content and stuff so sometimes it's not that important you can still make a lot of money even if you don't have a lot of views or likes or whatever as long as there's people talking about what you're promoting and interested really in what you're promoting so how do you gauge the engagement is it through comments is it oh. how, how do you see people are actually interacting with, oh it's actually it's very very easy instagram has analytics now so you just go on an analytics even for your reports that you do for brands it's very easy they just have like the whole report of how that one posted how all seven posted in the last seven days how posted in the last month the last year you just like select there on instagram screen grab um, write a report send it through to the brand or now you can even use it for your next month if you, you want to improve or whatever but it's very easy like it's an analytics post oh I don't think normal people have it I think it's like for business mm -hmm. do you have it let's check if you if you create a business profile I think it's for I business profile you can yeah, yeah if you create a business profile a business, then you can then view you your ana your insights and your activity and it shows yeah, you all the shows numbers your insights yes. and then yeah, and your and, you and all the data and how your posts are doing basically and then yeah even here so here you you, you yeah you would say that is what makes brands see how much your your content is basically doing performing yeah on social media if you're proposing to them because if they're asking you 
well if they do ask you can send it through to them but i think they just scout usually depending on just like your engagement because they can't really see like if your posts have improved or anything like that unless you're hitting them up but if they're hitting you up i think they're looking at likes and um comments but now they took away likes so i think they're just looking at comments nowadays and if people are actually engaging with your content and if they your content aligns with uh their values or whatever they want to promote and their brand in general Here's another thing um, a lot of people also um, being sort of like complain about yeah. like with um, influencers and I want to ask as like is it important for you to sort of like respond to to comments on 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 your posts <laughs> like do you do you feel because I, I I can imagine how overwhelming it's like you get 300 comments and you're like oh now I must answer everybody <laughs> come on so uh, how practical is that and like what are your views of people complaining that influencers think they're celebrities <laughs> they're untouchable like talk to them and they don't talk to us back yeah guys you guys need to like like you guys need to give influencers a break guys like yo we never catch a break <laughs> Okay, at least I try to respond, but I don't respond to every single comment. I try because I don't want my followers to feel like fans. Mm. So I try to respond to uh, as many as I can. If like I see that okay, this comment is is um interesting, I'll respond. Or can you do oh um and then I'll try and say thank you or send a heart or something like that. Just so I don't make them feel like a fan. Imagine and then I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, like rude. that that must it's actually mm. like just a bit rude. So I'll like the comment. If I can't respond, I'll just like the comment. But in most of my posts I try to respond to at least most people that say nice things about me you know mm. then if you're rude I'll be rude back <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about the trolls because um, like, no, 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 no. it's like also how do you deal with trolls because I mean um, I, I think you've had a fair share over it's the it's actually so weird let me tell you yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to disturb it's you um, it's actually so weird because I've never had anyone troll me on Instagram ever like maybe one or two I've forgotten about but in like with my memory and my, my experience like what I remember mm-hmm. I don't recall anyone ever trolling me on Instagram which is so weird you know why why because once you troll people on Instagram I don't think it gets as much clout as it does on, on Twitter. Twitter so I think people do it for clout so once you realize why people do the things that they do it doesn't bother you mm. so it got to a point where it doesn't it didn't bother me I used to respond though as like bitch 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 <laughs> but now I just don't because if you respond then they're getting more clout mm. because it's going to be a matter of now now you're trending because you responded and you said this and now it's a back and forth it's a twirl if you just don't respond let them be it's it's whatever they got their two little re- retweets are you a blocker though I used to be but right now guys you're uh, Guys, the sincere was that's in this and that and I only block people that we are we are bonagalum to buy like desperate for your attention. Mm-hmm. Then I'll block you, but it's not because I hate you or no. I I don't block anymore. I just mute honestly. Okay, I mute because I don't want to see your content anymore. But on your side, you mustn't know that I don't want to see your content. Like I mute people that I don't even follow. But I don't want to block because I never want to give out that energy. Do you get what I mean? So, 
Guys, then it, it I don't know, I'm just like too super positive nowadays. I just never want anyone to feel like, oh, Zuki. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Janae Aiko, yes. Then my question is, are you conscious of your appearance and sort of like your brand? And what do you do, you know, to be like, I'm protecting a certain space of my life. Mm. And like privacy, mm. because there you've. I think you've let go know, of a lot of that. See, so it, it it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. Um. So how how do you balance the, those two in terms of like being there, yeah. being being see, seen? Because part of your job requires that you know a lot of people see you a lot of a lot of times mm-hmm. in different um platforms in different spaces but at the same time I, i'd like to think you'd like to also protect your peace yeah. and your privacy and things that matter to you how do you balance the two i think i overshared at some point when when my ex and i had it uh, well we both overshared at some point when we had our, our channel um I wouldn't call it oversharing because you post what you want. Do you get what I mean? Mm. It's like, well, we didn't feel like it was oversharing. We were just like having fun and creating content. But looking back now, I don't think I'd ever do it because just, dude, like just how it it gets messy. (laughs) It gets really messy. So that's one thing I'd want to protect in the future. My family, Mm. my love life, sometimes friendships as well. Does it make you guarded? Because like, I, I, like I've been around you many times, yeah, yeah. and it would go as people are like, "Hi, so can you take a picture? Hi, I saw this thing. How was it? Do you, you never get? No, I mean, lucky you are. <laughs> Does it Do make you, me guarded? No. Yeah, and like also, but tired. Mm-mm. Like, don't you feel overexposed? No, never. It's it's. Uh, it's so weird because my my subscribers and my followers they understand that like I'm a real person. They don't expect anything out of me when they meet me. So I I never feel like I should act a certain way. I'm always like oh hi, and then I'm like a bit shy. I don't know what to say sometimes, and then they'll be like oh nice to meet you, and then they'll just walk away after that. So it's like ugh, whatever I was doing, uh, I, I don't, I'm I'm never got it, dude. I just be myself. And do you think that there's a sort of like a lot of pressure in terms of you know compared to the international market yeah right and you know the range of, of south african influences that we have like do you feel like you you, you kind of like have to compete for attention from your audience because your audience has access to international, international influences even though they don't necessarily yeah they do but they can't relate to international how so the, what do you mean? I, I, I don't know. You're like, you can go in New York, money quantum, uyo mapa, uyo money quantum. You're telling me mapuma, uyo money quantum. You get what I mean? There's certain things that happen in South Africa that they can relate to. If you, if your, if your channel, for example, your YouTube channel is about gossip, because I know there's a girl. Um, what's her name? I think it's Oyo or something. It's about gossip. She, she, she doesn't even compare to the blogs from America because she's sharing a gossip as a South Africa. Do you get what I mean? If it's about food, Banos are going to America. Which chef? You get what I mean? That's why you have to make sure that there's certain things about you that are very relatable. Mm. And I think then just so like you, you can't even compare because they can watch American YouTubers shop, but they still want South African content at the end of the day because mm-hmm. they'll relate to it. So, so you always have to stand out as Lamdu. 
And do you find the competition? I mean, th there's quite a lot of influencers just coming up with their fire <laughs> YouTube channel, Instagram, whatever. Like, how uh, is there like a camaraderie between all of you guys? Do you like, or like, so. are you like sisters? I don't think. Dude, there's enough space for everyone, honestly. There's enough space for everyone. That's all I'm going to say. Is this being diplomatic, Zuki? I'm, or like, being, I'm, I'm a you, very diplomatic can, can you please be real? <laughs> I'm a very diplomatic person. Shit. Please, please be real. Like, that's it. That's, I don't <laughs> speak it. The truth. I'm being honest. There's space. There's enough space for everyone. Everyone can flourish. Not everyone is flourishing. <laughs> because there's certain people that just like what they like and if, if it's not you then I don't I don't know I, I, just, I don't know what to, to tell you you get what I mean but I think there's if everyone is good there's space for everyone right yeah if you're good enough there's space for you what does good enough mean does if your content like yeah popa <laughs> if content like yeah popa there's space for you in the industry that's what I'm saying Okay, wait. Did you have to market yourself as an influencer or it was just what you attracted to, attracted other people? How did you grow your following? Wait, on Instagram or YouTube? Uh, both spaces. Um, on Instagram, I think... Uh, both, actually. Instagram and YouTube, I think consistency is very important. Excuse me. Um, on Instagram, just try and post as much as you can if you want to grow your your following uh same as youtube at least once a week because people forget so quickly like the, if they try if they've subscribed to your channel they'll always come back if they haven't and they've seen one video you always need to convince them to subscribe at some point so if you're more consistent you're gonna get more views more followers and i think that's the secret for me and also quality content definitely quality content but if you want to start your channel, just start, guys. Like, I swear to God, like, just start with your phone. It's okay. And where do you see your social media, digital space, like, career going? Is is this where it's going to be at? Or do you intend on going back to the professional QS feed? <laughs> <laughs> the way she just jerked her face. <laughs> so, you... <laughs> so... <laughs> Clearly not. So where do you where do you see you know what your, your footprint digitally? You know what I enjoy about social media mm -hmm. is that everyone on subscribers on six point one. That's already personal growth. Uh huh. Like I just like that I'm constantly growing every single day. And for me my goal is to grow to a point where Plumby I have five hundred K um mm -hmm. subscribers. Mm -hmm. I think that's growth. Mm -hmm. in the in the space yeah and even um the things i'll be doing will probably like my meet and greets or whatever they're probably gonna gonna be bigger better uh, my content is gonna be bigger better uh yeah i'm just trying to grow my subscribers my views and that's genuinely all i want to do and if someone were to ask you like for example even like your mom would be like in 15 years time 20 years time is this what you're going to be doing is hell yeah do you know digital do you know digital hell yeah yes yes give it to me yes definitely creating content if anything 
if yeah i i, I genuinely don't think it's going to get to a point where it dies out like i explained earlier on it it will it will never die out it's just a part of tradition now so um, it's like asking an actor do you see yourself acting in 15 <laughs> do you get what i mean <laughs> do, you, do, you get, do you get what i mean people still enjoy series people still enjoy movies i see myself creating content hell yeah in 15 years time yes people are still enjoying it which they will i'm doing it for sure now how much money have you made I, I, who sent you who sent you who was, sent who was your you? biggest check who sent you who sent you i'm not answering this question Vicky, thank you no, no, i'm genuinely i'm wonderful. genuinely not so it was wonderful no it was a trick question you knew i wouldn't answer that trick question no ways no ways <laughs>